you feel under pressure? Do you always walk around with your Beretta? Protecting yours at any cost, magazines ready to take another level. Yeah, let your flag fly in any weather, straight game banging nigga on whatever. Hey, then tell me where you practice what you preach, chief. Please point these guns at these oppressors, time to stretch and work it out now. Work it out, work it out, hey, work it out, work it out. And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And today we have the legend himself, Kenny McClendon, co-owner of Defiant Digital. And if you have not tapped into Defiant Digital, you've been living under a rock. You come from Mars or Pluto or some other goofy shit. Please make sure you go to YouTube right now and subscribe. What's good, bro? How you doing? Good, good. How's it going? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Yeah, I've been working on my intros, man. I think that was a pretty decent one. Nah, that was solid. That was solid? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can work on it, though, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what up, though? What up, though? Shit, you from the Yak, huh? Yeah, Pontiac. So how how does, first off, like, like if you don't know, like, the Yak is is uh right near Detroit, Man, it, it ain't no joke in the yak either, man. How do you get from the yak to Hollywood? Uh, a lot of hard work, a lot of luck, you know. But uh, it was a grind. It was a transition, but, you know, best move I ever made. I mean, I love where I'm from, but love the moves I made to put myself where I'm at now. That's dope. That, like, who was the first person that believed in you? Said me. <laughs> really? Yeah, don't nobody really believe in you until you do stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, your mama usually believes in you. Yeah, they believe in you. But, you know, when you tell, you tell your family you're about to move across the country to L.A. to be in Hollywood, everybody look at you like, you sure? You know what I mean? Everybody's scared for you. But, you know, you do it and you prove them wrong. Or not prove them wrong, but you show them, you know, what you're capable of. And then after that, everybody start believing the next thing you say. So, so how long you been out there? Been out here for like 13 years. I moved out here in 2009. Wow. Okay. And so, what was the first phone call? Like, oh shit, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You said the first phone call for was that? that 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 really like let you know I made the right move. Well, it probably took a year before you realized you made the right move. I was out here sleeping on air mattresses, eating rom top ramen noodles every day for a good six months trying to figure out everything. I think I moved out here with like six thousand, thinking that was gonna be something. I was gone and like. Less than a month, you know. What the hell did you? How you spend six bands in a month, bro? Man, you ain't never seen these LA prices. <laughs> no, LA is totally different. <laughs> like once you move out here and get situated, like I literally saved up six thousand for the whole move. That's like flights, all that. You know what I mean? Once you look up, that ain't nothing out here. I get eaten up quick. So what exactly do you do? What do I do? Yeah. So. I do a lot. Like I direct, produce, write, edit. So when I'm doing my own stuff, I'm wearing all the hats. And mm -hmm. in the meantime, we pay the bills. I edit on, you know, different TV shows. I do a lot of. I've done shows for HBO, Netflix. Currently, I'm working on BMF on Stars, the Fifty Cent Show. Okay, um, so you're an editor. How does that? How did like? Okay, so is it basically like your vision of what the director gives you? Or does the director say, I want it edited this particular way? Nah, as an editor, nothing is really your vision. That's kind of why 
we started doing Defiant so we could do our own stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, like, I love editing, but sometimes I get frustrated in other people's visions when I know I can create my own. You know what I mean? Okay. So, you know, when you editing, you know, basically you got the script, you got you got different stages. You get your editor's cut, but, you know, you're still working with the footage of the director directed like how he sees it okay. or how him or her sees it right. and uh basically you get the footage you got a line script that you go by you know what i mean you you present it best like how you think it should be scripted then mm -hmm. you get a director's notes you do that whole cut then you go to producer's notes you do that whole cut you go through studios sometimes you even gotta do writer's notes you know what i mean so it's like a bunch of cooks in the kitchen Really? I did not know that. Yeah. TV is different. I've never worked on a feature film. The feature film, you're really only dealing with the director. You know what I mean? But TV, uh, the producer, they're the showrunner. Like, writers, producers, they run the show. Directors come and go on TV shows. So if you got 10 episodes, the director might only direct one or two episodes, and then it's a bunch of different directors. So they don't hold that. I was wondering that about that. Like, like, yeah. what is the point of having like most uh, one director for this episode, another director for that episode? Like, is it a benefit or a, a well, it's a, a benefit you kind of got to because if one director directed all episodes, that means mm -hmm. that would be a slow process. It's like, uh, for example, like the first two episodes might be one director doing the first two episodes, and then mm -hmm. once he's done, the next one start up, he's doing he's in post doing notes. And the other director shooting the next episodes. You know what I mean? It just keeps the train going. Oh, I get what you're saying. So it's kind of like instead of having to, f to film episode one this week, you can film episode one and episode two simultaneously if you wanted to. Yeah, so that's called block shooting. So the way some shows go, they might shoot two episodes at the same time. So episode 101 and 102 is getting shot like at the same time. They might do a few scenes for this episode today and a few for that episode. You know what I mean? Or they can just mm -hmm. do straight one episode at a time where you shoot one episode for six, seven days and then you move to the next. But uh, so when it's a lot of prep time? work with them episodes, too. So a director, they don't just go out and shoot that day. They prep for weeks. You know what I mean? So like, OK, when you shoot now, when the next director's in post, the other ones just finished prep. Now they're ready to shoot. You know what I mean? It just keeps the train rolling. So when it's your turn, how would you prefer? Well, I've never directed on nothing big, like a mm -hmm. professional show. Like we direct our own stuff. You know, I did music videos. I've done to find digital content and you know, it's art. Like we own it. So we do it the way we want to do everything. And your shit looks like, I don't, I don't see the difference between what I see on Define Digital and what I see on Netflix. Yeah, that was purpose. Like that was our vision, me and my partner, Demario. Like we wanted our stuff to the, like we late to the content game, you know, it's a million people on YouTube and TikTok. We like, how do we stand apart? Like, we like, we'll, we'll do what they can't do and we'll make it look like HBO. Like, that's our goal, you know, to show the quality. Mm -hmm. And we work, we come from professional environments where, you know, we work on these shows. I, all my friends, I got a gang of friends that, that a lot of them help on Defiant, like as editors, directors, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we use them and we all are used to a certain uh, level of quality, so. We're able to shoot high res, edit quality, graphics, visual effects, all that stuff. So who's the first comedian y'all reached out to? The first? It's weird because when we started to find it, it wasn't even supposed to be a comedy network. We was just trying to just come up with a bunch of different shows. And my friend is an agent for a lot of mm -hmm. comedians. We just hit her randomly for one of the shows. And she got, 
think it was DC Young Fly, actually. Yeah. Really? DC Young Fly was the first one. Uh, he was super cool. He came, did his thing. And then we just started learning, like, like damn, this comedy stuff, that might be our lane because, you know, we like funny shit like this. And it's like, <laughs> if you know me in person, like, a lot of my, like, I'm no comedian by far, but a lot of my friends, you know, in small circles, I'm funny. You know, I think of just weird, funny shit. But I could never be a comedian or on camera doing that. And I'm like, you know, I've actually written comedy scripts and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, damn, actually, I, I work well behind the scenes with comedians. So if you give me a great comedian, I can find ways to, you know, bring the best out of them. So, Yo, like, and I've watched numerous episodes, man, of uh, Cancel Court. Dope. Ryan Davis, bro. Yeah, he different. Yeah. <laughs> That nigga is like, I would have him actually represent me in court. Oh my god! Nah. And the, uh, him, the LeBron versus the LeBron versus Jordan, or who's yeah. the goat one? Yeah. Oh god, bro! I've watched that probably ten times, <laughs> and I have laughed equally each time. This shit is just oh my god. Yeah, no, nah, Ryan. Uh... Like I didn't know Ryan before we started doing cancer court, and uh-huh. since then we, you know, developed a friendship. We didn't spend hours on the phone and stuff. It was funny why he's so perfect for cancer court because he loves debating. I'm the same way. If you ask any of my friends, I love debating. Like, oh, we can debate hip hop, we can debate sports. You know, I just love competitive arguments of like, you know, trying to outfact somebody. Uh-huh. It's like Ryan's the same way. So like he, uh, CP the same way too. So that's why like they they love cancel core as a platform. You know what I mean? Let them pop their shit, being that debate element. Cause that's really <laughs> what cancel court is. This is a debate yeah. show. It's just, yeah. you know, framed as a court show. So, but oh, nah, he really loves them type of arguments and he's super into that LeBron Jordan argument. So like, that was like, he couldn't wait. I was surprised he won. I wasn't surprised he won after like he should have got Takashi off. If you can do that, you can do anything. <laughs> like, well, I think most of us are conditioned. Like Jordan is just the goat, and most of us don't really even have a valid argument for this shit. No, nah, they and, don't. That's why Jordan fans is hard arguing with him sometimes. I think Jordan uh, is the goat, but I'm more of a LeBron fan. But I'm a realist at the same time. Did you, so how, like, how how is how is Jordan the goat, bro? See that pause right there? That that is Jordan's fan, Jordan fans right there. See, I'm not even that a Jordan pause. fan. I'm a Piston fan, so I don't even root for Jordan like that. But I give him his respect. You know what I mean? My You're not thing, really a Piston. You can't be a bad boy, original bad boys fan, and you giving that nigga no respect, bro. I'm sorry. You said what? You can't give him no respect, bro. The I way he played Isaiah Thomas on the Dream Team. Yeah, no, that's why I'm not a Jordan fan. Like, I, I choose LeBron. <laughs> like, if you see me arguing the LeBron-Jordan debate, you would think mm. that LeBron is the GOAT because I argue for LeBron. But at the same time, he... Okay. Like, my, my thing is that he's not the GOAT yet. I think LeBron can still become the GOAT. But my thing with Jordan fans, they act like there's nothing nobody can do to, to get over Jordan. I'm like, bro, y'all stuck on this six-ring thing. Like, that ain't the only way to become a GOAT is to have be 6-0 in the finals. Because to be 6-0 on the finals mean you lost a lot of other times before you got to the finals. Like, Ryan brought that up, and I've always that's always been one of my arguments. Like, you can't hold on to that. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Not, not to mention, if you're going to use that, 
uh, uh, old boy from uh, Bill Russell was like 11 out of 13. Right. Like, my, my thing is why I got Jordan's go. It's more of a mental thing. Like, he's just a killer. Where, like, as a LeBron fan, he's frustrating me a lot of times. Yeah. It he is like, uh, he ain't myopic in his vision. Yeah. Basically, all LeBron is missing is the killer instinct. If he had yeah. that, there would be no question. Like, he would have yes. everything. You know what I mean? It's just sometimes he's yeah. too passive. And I've seen him take over a game with the Pistons in the fucking Eastern yeah. Conference and just destroy us. I'm like, bro, if you do that all the time, nobody will ever be able to say shit about you. Oh. It's like, where is that at again? You know what I mean? He yeah. just don't do that enough for me. Yeah, man. Like that. Oh, my. I don't know. I, I've tried to erase that and Larry Bird still in the ball out of my, my memory bank. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's real. Oh, I was young man. when that happened, but I, I'm a, you know, I watch all the ESPN classics, so I still know what you're talking about. No, I was like, I didn't I, feel it in I real was time. in my prime at that point. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel it in real time, but oh, I know exactly what you mean. God, man, that was one of the most crushing things to happen in my life that didn't directly happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, the junior clip, is that going to be a whole thing or was it just that short film? Oh yeah, I'm glad you asked about that because Junior gets slept on. I think that's a great film. That's actually our uh our boy Marcus Dupree. Uh-huh. Like one of our good friends, he's from Michigan too, from Saginaw. Lives in LA. Uh very talented producer, writer, actor. Uh, that was his short film, and you know we supported it, and it was just like, oh, this fits defined because we want to let people know we're not just a com- like we're not a comedy network. Like a lot of people think, oh, they're just a comedy channel, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, nah, we just getting started. Like we want to show people like, so Junior is not. There's no continuation to it. That's just a short film, okay. but it shows like where where we're gonna head. Like we're gonna start doing more short films like that. Like some would be comedic, some could be horror, some could be, you know, uh, love stories for the female. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that was just to give people a taste of what's coming. You know what I mean? Well, that one, I'm not gonna lie, I was disappointed, bro. You was disappointed? And what? I was extremely disappointed that it was not more to it. Like but now, I, I want to see. If you leave somebody yeah. one more. That's a. Oh that's my. A, that's But a I want to see the part, the movie that led up to that short film. Right. Well, that's the thing about a short film. You know, if it's successful and people want more, it's always it can blossom into something else. And it's like if we really felt like, oh, we we can explore more of this, you know, that's something we could explore and, you know, start something off of that. That's good getting that feedback because that's what like it didn't get as much views as cancel court. But for everybody Uh who viewed it, they're like, damn, this was good as hell. And like they want more. It's like this could be a series. This could be a movie, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And like that's the reactions you want when you put out content like that. Well, y'all had, you know, like funny shit sales, but y'all had the names of the funny shit to kind of back it up with the short. It was like, okay, I knew who dude was, but I didn't know who dude was. But once I started watching this shit, it wasn't about who the dude was. It was about the story exactly. and the, the way he played his son. Oh, my God, bro. I was yeah. so fucking angry. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know. We just big on quality. And, it, you know, everything don't have to have a big name to it. But, like, we want to people to know, like, when you see the defined digital brand, you can just uh-huh. trust that when you click whatever, like, it's going to be quality. You know what I'm saying? 
So I'm certain somebody has reached out to y'all, especially about Cancel Corp. Yeah, What's it going to take for Defiant Digital to be on Netflix or HBO or whatever the case? We're waiting on them to call us. <laughs> but uh, in all reality, it's like we've actually got things in motion I really can't speak about right now. Mm -hmm. That's about to take stuff to the next level. Like we've only been out. It hasn't even been a full year yet. And in that year, we had people reach out to us before we ever started. And we were like respectfully declined because we wanted to put stuff out and see what we could do on our own. You know what I mean? And in one year to get 100,000 subscribers, that's not easy. And we didn't realize like how hard that is until a lot of the comedians was telling us. It was like, bro, it right. took years to get the following we got. You know what I mean? And like y'all doing it very quickly. You know what I mean? Right. And uh People are definitely taking notice and different companies are taking notice and we've definitely had phone calls and, you know, people reaching out to us and like, we got some very promising stuff like on the way, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like a lot of stuff where you'll, you'll, have, you'll be able to start seeing more content from us. Well, I'm going to need y'all to be the biggest motherfuckers to ever hit the planet. Oh, that's so the plan. I can actually get some subscribers because I got like 12 right now. But. <laughs> no, that's the plan. Like, <laughs> like, like we really... Like our goal, and we like like with the thing too is like with other black creators, like we mm -hmm. want to work with all of them. You know what I mean? Like everybody always think it's competition. Like oh, y'all trying to be their competitor, and it's like nah, we're a production company too. Like we can go to somebody else's channel and produce right. something for that. You know what I mean? Like if it all makes sense. But like we really want to define digital just to be like you know when you see Netflix, you just know what it is. When you see HBO, you know what it is. We want define digital to be that brand of the culture. Where people see it and they like, bro, whatever they put out, we 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 fucking with it, we checking it out. You know what I mean? Because they just do shit different over there, and it's like we don't want to be limited to nothing. So like, okay. you're gonna see different. You gonna y'all gonna see us expand to different stuff that y'all didn't see coming. But then when you see it, you can be like, man, damn, like these dudes is really like on some, you know, next level shit with it. Like I would, just from what I've seen. I guess like a like a drama would be the most surprise. Not not even a drama, but like a not not an act. Like I wouldn't be surprised if I did an action comedy. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a comedy. I wouldn't be surprised if it was straight. I, but just like a like a, a love movie, I would be like, okay, that's different for them. Yeah, what we learned though, as at first we was trying to make stuff that we thought other people were watching. What we learned is like, nah, if we wouldn't watch it, we ain't making it. You know what I mean? Like now, yeah, we more focused like. Is that some shit we really believe is hot? Like, and it's more of that. So if you did see us come up with a love story, I guarantee it'd be like a fire ass love story. But nah, that ain't in the plans right now. But it'll probably have some twisted shit in there to make it different. You know, like we real hard on like what we trying to do. Like, like we push ourselves. Like we don't want to just throw out shit. You know what I mean? Just I to throw you. out stuff. Like we really try to like think about it and like. You know, how can we make this stand out? And w w that's what I'm saying. Like, right now, what y'all seeing from us, mm -hmm. this is paid for 100%, like, out of our pockets, me and Demario pockets. Like, really? It's self finance. We don't have anybody helping us with anything when it comes to it. And that's what we did. Like, when you see Cancel Court Tops and all that, like, that was literally just us getting started of what we can do. Like, we've had plans for other shows, but they mm -hmm. cost a little bit more money. You know what I mean? Hey, I don't take donations. We just ain't tried yet, you know what I mean? We just was, we just in some, like, we could have put up some donations, but I doubt people would have really gave it to us not knowing what we was going to do with it. But now, like, 
we, we kind of it's yes. like you know it was like the proof is in the pudding. Now people see yeah. what we doing. So now yeah. people who was like, oh y'all doing y'all starting a little network that's cute. Now they like, oh shit, like hey, I see what y'all doing. Hey, we got something. Could y'all you know you, you know now people want to work with us and stuff. So it's so like now y'all getting the phone calls instead of having to call people. Yeah, the first year was just proving yourself, putting it out there. You know what I mean? Showing people that we trying to do something different. Next year, you know, just leveling up. Like now we go to the next level. We prove that we can jump into this content game and like make you know make a make some noise you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. okay we learn shit requests, we don't even though. know what we're doing we just we know how to make shit that's it we you know the whole business behind it is a whole nother beast and animal that we slowly learning you know what i mean can i get two requests what's that i gotta see some sisters on council court oh yeah oh that's coming we we um, actually about to start shooting the next episode we gave keisha keisha he was the first one democratic episode uh-huh. But uh, no, we definitely want to see more, more sisters on the show. We definitely got that plan. And Rob Hayes, I got a chance to interview that dude. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking funny dude. Think Rob he, Hayes? I'm not familiar with Rob Hayes. Yes, yes. Hilarious. Uh, it's hard to kind of uh, describe his comedy. I'm gonna have uh, to look him up. Yeah, but yeah, like this. Uh, kind of almost. And he hated that I said this, but it was dead, like kind of deadpan, mm-hmm. but just really simplistically funny. Okay, you know, um, let me ask you this: I know you watch a shitload of TV or whatever movies or whatever. Is there something that that's come out where you like? Oh, I love the concept, but I would have went in this direction. Oh, that happens all the time. Um... What's the latest thing I seen? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to name a big ass movie, but the last <laughs> Doctor Strange was I felt like that. That was ass, bro. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm super into all that shit too. So like when a Marvel movie come out, I'll be having my own movie in my head. And then when it come out, it wasn't what I expected. But yeah. I was so fucking disappointed in that shit. First off, they tried to make you fall in love with old girl, the 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 villain. I don't want to love the villain. I want to understand the villain and be like, okay, I would be a villain if that shit happened to me. But come on, son. Like you're trying to you trying to kidnap kids from another dimension. That whole shit was goofy as fuck. I'm just gonna keep it a buck, bro. I was like Doctor Strange, the first one, classic. Yeah. One of the best Marvel, I mean superhero movies I've seen. The second I didn't love the first one, but I liked it. It grew on me. But uh I love the character of Doctor Strange. Yes. And like I just thought with the second one they could have did some crazy shit. You know what I mean? It just it was more it was more simplistic than I would have thought it would have been. Oh my god. And I feel like they ass, they didn't explore a lot of shit they could have explored. Yes. Like I, even I with nostalgia and shit with different characters and different casting and shit. Not to get into rumors and shit, but like they was gonna like it was rumors they was gonna cast different people to play different characters mm-hmm. that was originally supposed to play them characters that didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Tom Cruise was supposed to be Iron Man. It was talking about uh, it was gonna be a cameo of him actually playing Iron Man. That didn't have to happen, but I'm just saying stuff like that was like wasted opportunities. You know what I mean? I mean, if it ain't Robert Downey, man, I don't really want to see you playing Iron Man, bro. Yeah, nah, I didn't need that, but I'm just saying like that concept was kind of dope. But let me like I'm trying to think of something else on a smaller level, mm-hmm. like because I want to push Marvel. Like they don't need no help. 
But that was a good one though, bro. Like I like, and the thing about it, like with that one, I've seen a lot of people like you either hated it or you loved it. There was no yeah. gray area with that movie, at least yeah, from what I, I saw. Didn't love it, but I uh, did not either, man. Oh, damn, it was something recently I just seen so that was like that. I was like, damn, this concept dope, but then it just went somewhere else with it. But you know, as me, I love when that happens because it gives me ideas and it gives me original ideas. Like that's how I get a lot of ideas too. Like mm-hmm. I'll see something, like mm-hmm. watch TV. I'll smoke. I'll sit back, smoke some, watch something. <laughs> One thing that happened in. <laughs> And then I stopped watching that movie and then it just created a branch of like where my imagination goes. And then it becomes some original idea becomes also mm-hmm. just something like one thing can happen in a movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm not stealing nothing from that movie, but it's just like, it I just get what you're saying. Open something else. Up, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think that, that like most creatives, like, a lot of shit is, you know, some things come out of thin air and some things come off of bouncing them, something off the wall or, yeah. You look at the wall and the wall looks a certain way. Well, the wall might be a TV show or this or whatever, and it just takes you in a completely different direction. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's that's the creative process, yeah. if you ask me. Because sometimes, like, I don't like copying nothing. I like trying to be original with all, everything. So I'm big on, like, not trying to do other people's shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, I love watching stuff because it inspires different ideas. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. I know you was telling me there's a there's like a, a, a particular way, like say, okay, I got show X that I want to talk to you about. How do I present it to you legally where it's okay and so like I don't know how that, to exactly word the question. Yeah, with that, like you'll have to set up like it's just a formality thing, like an email, like it's actually a pitch. It's mm-hmm. like when you're dealing with people in the industry that's already creating stuff, mm-hmm. like just calling somebody and be like, hey, I got this idea for this, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm not, I don't know the formality of it. Mm-hmm. I just know, like, we try not to just take, basically it's like unsolicited ideas where it's okay. like somebody just calling you and giving you an idea because if they give you an idea that's unsolicited and just start talking, like we really might already have something that's very similar to that that we're doing. And now you just told me something and I'm like, bro, we already got something like this. And then when you see it come out, you're like, man, them niggas stole my idea and didn't give me credit. You know what I mean? So it's like, so you try to protect yourself from that. So like, like in the process of like pitching stuff to different networks, like you pitching something to BET or whatever, Mm -hmm. like if you tell them what the show is about, like, oh, we got this concept with these lawyers, uh, basically gonna have comedians play lawyers. Oh, stop right there. We already got something like that called cancel court. We can't, we don't want to hear that. Right. They'll stop. Now, if you come back and say, hey, we got this game show where it's like, OK, we don't have no ideas for no game shows. Continue. Okay. You know, what I mean, it's more like that. You. you know what I'm saying? All right. So who who inspired you? Like, who did you who who, who got you really wanting to do what you do? Uh, Shit, that's that's hard because I'm inspired by so much. It's like. I started in music videos like as a kid. I used to just come home and watch Rap City and watch music videos all you day. You look old I'm enough big. to be watching Rap City, bro. Oh yeah, I look younger than I am. I'm 35, so I remember the good old days of BET. Okay. Bro, that's still fucking young, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I still remember the <laughs> 90s rap. I was there for Tupac, Biggie, Wu-Tang, all that. So what videos you do then? So the thing is, what, what inspired me was the videos. Like I used to just sit there and watch videos because I love music. I love hip-hop. Like It's my favorite mm-hmm. genre of music. Like, and 
I love watching visuals that go with it because it gives you the vibe of a song. You know, I've heard plenty of songs that I might not like, and I seen the video, and I was like, "Oh, that's what they was going for," and it made me like the video. I mean, it made me like the song. Right. So I just used to sit up all day watching music videos. I used to watch infomercials. Like I never realized I was a kid that was stuck in front of the TV, which is a bad thing for most, but like it was a good thing for me because it just taught me like my brain is wired to TV and like how it is. Like when I first started editing class. Some kids used to, like, the first time they edit anything, it looked like, I was like, bro, have you ever seen TV? This ain't what the shit look like. Like, the first time I, no, I ain't even even lying. Like, in the first class I had out here, the first thing I edited, the teacher was like, that's good. You know what I mean? And I had never edited nothing in my life. I just knew what the shit looked like because I've seen it enough times. And when I first moved out here, I didn't even know how to work a computer. Like, nobody wanted to work with me. Everybody looked at me like I was the slow kid in the class and, Ended up, I was the first one to, I didn't even finish. I had a first job in the industry. They was all calling me trying to get like, hey, can you hook me up with this and this? And it was like, it's funny when I started, nobody, you know, nobody, they thought I was going to be the one that didn't make it at all. Wow, that's great. So there's a school, an editing school that you go to. Well, it was, but they went out of business. But (laughs) yeah, it's schools for everything, especially out in LA. That's what I flew out here for. I went to that school. I learned how to edit. Because I wanted to be a director. I learned mm-hmm. how to edit first because, like, everybody said, like, to be a good director, you got to understand editing. You know what I mean? And so I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I'll go to editing school first. And it was the best thing I could have did because it really teaches you, like, mm-hmm. how to shoot, how to – even, like, when I'm writing now, like, I know how it's going to be shot and I know how I'm going to edit it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, whatever you see, like, I literally see it in my brain first and I can – like, I literally – know how now to make it look exactly how I do how it does in my head you know what I mean so so you think in the shots yeah I mean it's all pre-planning like you know what I mean but you don't really even see that with Define because Define is more like on the spot like it's an improv show so it's only something we can just put the cameras where they at and you know just go but like when I've done music videos and stuff like that like or just like playing around with like different sports videos I've done hype videos I've done like I'll see it in my head first and then I can mm-hmm. make it look exactly how it is in my head really that's uh like I used to rap back in the day I was obviously I was trash but <laughs> you 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 like say you you see a certain you see a song you write it, but you also see a song. And when you go to the studio, if it doesn't fit that mold, it's not a good song to you. Is it the same thing with you? When you say fit that mold, what do you mean? Like if you like if you see this particular puzzle in your head for that song, and when you get to the studio, it's not that pu- it doesn't come out to be that puzzle. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, at least for me. I felt like I failed it because in my mind I had the perfect puzzle. Right, right. Nah, that definitely still happens too, where you have something in your head, you go shoot it and it ain't exactly what you want it, you know what uh-huh. I mean? But it's more like with us, it's probably like missing shots or not thinking it all the way through because we do a lot of shit on the run. Like we just think of it and we just go do it. You know what I mean? Like cancel quirk, that whole concept was created in two weeks from what y'all see now, from how we like really? came up with the idea and went and did it. It was literally a two week process. And Where y'all do that at? Huh? Where'd y'all do that? Where'd you film it? We filmed it in Pico Rivera's like outside of LA. You know, uh we found like a studio with a courtroom. But like it's crazy because 
we've actually shot other shows that we've never released before because we just hired on like if it don't work it just don't work and cancel core is actually the last show that we created <laughs> which is funny because we had just shot one of the other shows and we like all right we ain't shooting shit else no more we about to just edit and all this and it just came the idea came up at two in the morning like uh my boy mario my partner mario was just going through like he's like his process of creating the show is he just come up with names first and then he creates the show mm -hmm. around whatever name okay. my process is i create a show first and then like i don't even be caring about the name the name come last you know what i mean mm -hmm. so he was just going through his book and he was just naming all these names for shows he had you know what i mean and he say about 10 of them i'm just sitting there i'm putting the footage together and once again i smoke when, when i smoke i don't like smoking during the day I like functioning, but like that's part of my creative process. Like when I'm trying to edit or think of a new idea, I literally gotta hit something and then it just start my mind just start going crazy. And I had just hit a fucking blunt or a vape or whatever. And then he had said cancel culture courtroom. And then he just skipped to the next name and just kept going. I'm like, hold on, what was that? He was like, cancel culture courtroom. I'm like, nigga. I'm like, bro. I like, you know we could do with that. We literally just said we ain't shooting shit up, see. Mm -hmm. And then five minutes later, he said, cancel culture courtroom. I'm just like, bro, I'm like, bro, we can get, I like, we can get in a courtroom, have two comedians play the lawyers, like put celebrities on trial. Like, and literally that's just how it came out. And I'm like, you know what I mean? I like, oh, we can have a jury be live. Like they the audience. Like, you know what I mean? That way they, they're laughing. And then you got to, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. and that's just how it started coming. And next thing you know, we hopped on the phone. We started calling our friend as an agent. We was like, hey, could you get it? What comedians could you give us? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because the only ones I knew that would fit the show immediately was Ron T and Ryan Davis. Those are the names I said when I was giving the example. I was like, I was like, just imagine Ron and Ryan in fucking court, like debating something. Yo, and, Ron uh, T is fucking hilarious yeah my friend put me on ron t he just sent me his instagram i just started going through all his shit i'm like bro this dude is fucking hilarious because i didn't uh like it's funny because ron and ryan are one of the stars that like people love and then cp uh -huh. is too i didn't know cp like actually went to law school like cp said if he wasn't a, a comedian he was about to be a lawyer oh wow so our friend was like, CP would be great for this. We're like, all right, cool. And then CP came and fucking killed it. We like, damn, man. Like he he's one of the other ones. He loves that show. He like, man, when we shooting again. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, have you seen Ron's uh like he don't I don't know, I don't know if he's doing it anymore, but the his podcast in his car. Yeah, I've seen that before. Fucking genius, bro. Yeah, no, Ron is fucking to me, Ron is a star. And that's why, like, we like trying to find people like that. Like, oh, damn, he has all the talent. You know, he might not know how to shoot like us. He don't know how to do what we can do. Yeah, yeah. But we can't do what he do either. You know what I mean? That's why when you put that chemistry together, it's like, boom, then you got something special. Yo, there's a sister out of Chicago. Actually, I know a couple of comedians in Chicago, but just Nesh. Oh yeah, we already follow her. We yeah, she on the radar. We definitely interviewed been her a couple of times, bro. She's yeah, she hilarious. I follow her on my personal page. Oh my god, yeah, bro. She, she always got shit. us cracking up. Like no, yeah. we like we never chose anybody who we got at first. Uh -huh. It was just who was available. You know what I mean? Because we wasn't known. So that's probably why we don't have enough female 
But like since then, we've always been following different female comedians. We like, hey, this person, this person, because we like, you know, we got to expand it. Mm-hmm. So we got a bunch of lists of different females that we huge fans of, and we like, mm-hmm. all right, when it's time, we got to, you know, we about to connect. But just Nisha, yeah, she's actually been on our radar. That's pretty fucking dope, man. Yeah, uh, man. So, what's next? Or can you tell me? Uh, I can tell. You, I don't like jinx and stuff, but more cancel court is definitely next. We got the next episode coming up. I'm editing now. That's about to be fucking hilarious. This next one, y'all gonna be dying, bro. It's different. You. That's the thing I love about it. Each episode don't feel like the last one. You know what I mean? They all feel totally different. Like we don't just keep doing the same stale shit. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? And when you see this one, it don't feel like none of the other ones. Uh, I, I don't want to get. The, who's the audience? Uh, just random, like mostly friends or friends or whoever. Like if any comedians want to bring friends, they can. But it's mostly just people we know that like are fans of comedy or you know what I mean. Like it's just people we know basically. But we are gonna start like offering fans. Like we're gonna start doing more where like we can, like fans can actually come and be in the audience. Like we got a lot of super fans that you know like. I know who they are because they comment on everything. They support everything. It's like those are the people we would love to like be able to come out and see it live. So you read the comments then? Yeah, I see a lot of comments. Any comments that hurt? Nah, they don't bother me at all. They used to at first when we first came out. Like, cause you know, you put in so much work and shit and you see somebody talking shit. Like <laughs> But you know, most of the shit they say ain't really negative. It's more like, man, hurry up. Why y'all don't do it? And like the reason why shit ain't as fast as people think it should be is because they don't realize how small we are. They think like a lot of people really think we this big fucking company. <laughs> like they got all this financial backing and can just got a team of workers that can just get this shit out and they don't realize like, hey, this is me and Mario running this and we got a few of our friends. Let me shout them out. Tony Towns, the judge. That's our real life friend. He a producer okay. as well. Tony Towns, Diana Magdessian, EJ, DeAndre, Ryan Brown, his team. These are the people that help us, but like they're all busy professionals too, so they can only help us in their spare time. Like, like EJ was the first one to cut the first episode. He cut the first two, the Kanye and the Takashi episode, but he's working on an HBO show at the same time. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So it's like we all busy. Like I'm working on a star show while I'm doing this. So like, you know what I mean? Like it's hard to like, like we ain't at the level where we could just do this full time yet. And that's yeah. like, that's where those opportunities are about to start presenting themselves though. So when you doing you like you editing BMF now, do you get to meet the stars or your shit is just totally you nowhere near the, like the set? No, nah, I'm nowhere near. They shoot in Atlanta and we working from home now, which is actually great. It lets me still work on Defiance stuff. So okay, my the BMF system is right here, and I literally work on that. And then when I'm done, I just slide over and start doing my Defiance stuff. Okay, just just throwing this out there, um, as a Detroiter. That would not be who I, you know, I love BMF. I fucked mm-hmm. with it. I didn't like the first couple of episodes. I'm not going to front, but it's gotten way better. However, yeah. if you're going to shoot some shit, clearly it should have been Young Boys. Young I, Boys, what you mean? Young Boys Incorporated. Oh, okay. Um, and that's, that's a little bit before your time. Yeah, I know who that is, though. But as far as like selling dope in the city of Detroit, like uh-huh. they are the standard. Like young boy, I mean, and BMF was more 
e-course, uh, you know, like they what they was Detroit, but they really wasn't Detroit. You know, like it just I, I don't know. I know I'm being a little ticky tacky and I'm being nostalgic and shit, but so you saying that should have did Young Boys Incorporated instead of BMS? Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Well, well, I already know like the reason BMF is chosen is because it's more global too. Like they expanded so far to LA and Atlanta and became like one of the biggest organizations. Yeah. But it's also like the name Big Meech is synonymous with hip hop now. Like everybody hear that name. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's almost like you're shooting a legend at this point. You know what I mean? Like you're telling yeah. this legend story. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Just uh, I figured like uh, I got a chance to interview the real Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. Snowfall is that nigga whole life. Right, right. They could have did that nigga life. They could have did young boys. If you ever get a chance, uh, Butch Davis wrote a book. Why be I pick that shit up? It's actually, right. really well, good that's the thing. Somebody probably will come along at one point and tell that story. You get what I'm saying? I think it was him. I, I think they tried at some point, and for whatever reason, I think and i could be wrong but i think it was him he didn't want to do it for actually one reason yeah i'm about to say that's the hard part too is actually get like all the legal shit that's around and doing a story about stuff like that because so can you just like like can you just steal somebody's story and not not if you're using their name and likeliness like you can but it's still legal shit you got to go through you Mm -hmm. know what i mean you can do it without their permission but I ain't gonna sit here and lie and act like I know all the rules to it, but I I know like right now if Defiant Digital did the Young Boys Incorporated story, you know what I mean? Like, I think you had to put all type of disclaimers up too. Like, you know, like yeah. you watch BMF, they put disclaimers up letting you know like all this ain't real because they don't want you to know what's real and what's not because yeah. you know legal reasons obviously, and they got changed the names of a lot of people and changed names of different stuff. So it's like, you know, it's just a fine line you got to walk when you're dealing with stuff like that. It's really getting people time and telling real stories that's yeah, you ain't horror stories if you really, you know, if you peel it back. To, yeah. So what are you watching? Like, what's what what what, what entertains you? Man, it's sad because I really don't get to watch nothing right now because I work so damn much. Like, if I'm not working, I'm on vacation and just trying to get away from the TV. Like, when I'm watching TV shows, I feel like work sometimes. But really? Yeah, I mean, I, I got my periods with patches where I don't watch nothing, and then I got my periods of, like, I sit and watch everything. Like, right now, I haven't been watching nothing. I haven't had time to watch nothing. I've been watching BMF and Cancel Court. That's really it. But uh, I'm not mad at that. The last movie I saw was probably Doctor Strange. That's why I said that. Uh, that kind of sucks, though, man. Like, the thing that, that, that got you into what you're doing, you can't really do. I do it still, like like I said, it just periods like when stuff die down or get super busy. But like, I can name all my favorite shows and stuff. Like I like literally, I watch a range of everything. Like I don't stay in no genre. Like I'll go from watching Power of BMF to watching a Marvel movie to watching fucking a historian movie with actors most people never heard of. Some shit that won an Oscar. You know, what I mean, I watch foreign films. I literally. Like I watch everything. Like I don't. What's the oldest talk. oldest TV show you fuck with? The oldest? Yeah. Shit, I used to watch. I love Lucy. I used to watch Jeffersons. But see, I don't know no black shows that's older than black and white. Like all the black shows I watch was all in color. Like, I used to watch the Jeffersons, Good Times. You know, Fresh Jefferson Prince Martin. Hilarious, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what did I watch. I used to watch Red Fox with my pops. Yeah, uh, I think that that was black Stanford and white. Sun. 
Yeah. Sanford and Son? No, that was in color. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that was in color. Black and white. Nah, that's crazy. That's, I've TV. never thought about that. There's no black and white show for black people because I guess they didn't give us TV shows back then. Probably wasn't I guess TV. the closest you could come was in the heat of the night. So I don't even know what that is. Sidney Portier and uh, uh, Archie Bunker, Carol O'Connor. That's a movie or a TV show? A TV show. It's both, actually. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, that's a good trivia question. If we come up with a game show, I'm going to have to put that on there. Like, hey, name the first <laughs> black and white black show. Like, damn, that stunt people. Because, you know, it's a lot of classic black shows. I couldn't think of fucking one in black and white. That's actually a really good show, too, man. Basically, Sidney Poitier... And I believe it's him. I, I don't know if it was him in the movie and the TV show or if it was just Harold Rollins in the TV show. Either way, uh, the bro- they were in the Deep South and this was like he was like the first detective on the police force. Right, right. Okay. So it just dealt with a shitload of issues. Um, but I like it's really a really a good show, man. Um dope. and all in the family was dope, especially when because that's where the Jeffersons came from. Yeah. There's a spinoff and, from that. Yeah, when they introduced George Jefferson on All in the Family, his interaction with Carol O'Connor, yeah. fucking priceless, bro. Yeah, nah, Seeing definitely. a brother call a white boy cracker on, on TV. TV. Yeah. <laughs> a racist guy cracker. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was a... Uh... That was priceless, bro. You taking me back right now and shit, man. Because I'm a TV watcher. That's dope. No, that's that was me. Growing up, like my pops would put something on, I'll sit there and watch it. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, how some people only watch what they like. Yeah. Like I'm open minded with everything. It's just like food. Like I like experiencing different cultures. Food. I like seeing different cultures. TV. Like I love watching foreign films. Like just seeing how another culture actually live. Like sometimes TV is the closest you get to shit. I had never realized. You know, I had never been to L.A. or New York until I was. I never been to LA until I was twenty something. I had never been to New York till I was like fourteen, and I felt like I had been to both because I seen so many music videos, Snoop, Dre, Wu Tang, all that shit. But then also all the movies and TV shows I watched set in both. That I felt like I had been to them places before. But it's mm-hmm. like, bro, you never even stepped foot over there. You know what I mean? Okay, so totally different topic. Hip hop, mm-hmm. Detroit hip hop. Who you fucking with? Detroit hip hop. Yeah. Uh, the new artists or the old artists? Because I, you know, Take Big Herc and Blade Icewood was like two of my favorite. Man, Big Herc for me, best MC out of Detroit ever. No, Big Herc is the, probably the most underrated rapper. Like, I when I first moved to LA in 2009, I met a bunch of LA cats, like straight hood LA, mm-hmm. you know, West Coast music, all that. And I remember I was like, man, y'all gotta hear. They was like, man, what y'all listen to out there? I was like, man, let me put some Big Herc on for him. And I put uh. What's that gangsters only on for? Oh, oh. And they always like, man, this shit hard. Like I had LA people like bumping Big Hurt. They was like, man, they was like, that's how I know. I'm like, man, Big Hurt, if he would just had some support or something, he could have made it. Like he could have been huge. Like I he could at least they been had on Benny Siegel level. Table and they turned it down. Huh? I got a chance to interview him, I don't know about it, maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. And they had a deal on the table at one point and they turned it down. I can't remember why. But you know they had their shot, and I guess they just figured. Well, I take that back. They, they figured that they was going to get another though. shot. Yeah, it's probably a terrible deal though. Like I mean, yeah. deals they was giving out back then. If you really knew what you were signing, like most people probably wouldn't have signed anyways. But yeah. sometimes that exposure would have helped. 
you know what I mean? You could have branched off and did your own thing off of that. But well, rock bottom, man. Like you oh my God, them dudes was a different. They yeah. was different. I yeah, I used to listen to all, everything back then of East Side Cheddar Boys, but now like I like all the new rappers too. I like Ice Wear Vezo. I like Sada Baby. I like Four Two Doug. He Four Two is actually super popular out in LA. Like people really rock with. I fucks with uh Vezo and Bodie James. Yeah, I actually met Bodie James. Uh, I met him at a premiere for Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali. He was there with his girl. Nobody knew who he was. Everybody knew who his girl was. And I walked to something like, Bodie, what up? He, he was like, oh, shit, somebody know. You know what I mean? He got hype. Because <laughs> I fuck with that song, Jumbo. It's one of like, my favorite songs. But uh, I actually connected with him. He gave me his number. I was like, I wanted to do a video for him. We was really talking about it and shit. And then mm-hmm. I flew out to Thailand on vacation and lost my phone. Mm-hmm. Lost his number, everything. I then tried to hit him on Instagram to get back in contact with him because he had just moved to LA. And I was trying to, like, I was really trying to do a video with him, you know what I mean? And I lost his contact and I ain't been able to get in contact with him since. But, like, we was really talking about doing something. I actually, uh, I- I'm interviewing him at the end of the month. Hey, t- t- remind him, shit. He'll probably remember me. Reconnect yeah. us. Yeah, I- absolutely. He don't I- check his DMs. He don't even no, see he that. Don't. He, don't, he don't run that shit. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. You know, so I got to, you know, like, yeah, I fucks with him. Uh, and his shit with Alchemist, man, like, it's. Yeah, I like Bode. That shit is next level to me. Yeah, you I, know? I, you know, I pay attention to all the underground rappers. I listen to everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just try to stay diverse with everything with my music, with movies, food, all that stuff. So, I, you know, I check out everybody. Food? I'm No, I'm not eating no, no extra shit. I'm just not. Not even trying that shit. Setting no. your ways, huh? Yes, I am. I'm an old dude. That's but how I was. was. I moved to California. They eat different shit out here. I started trying. Like, I never ate Indian food. Never ate Brazilian. <laughs> never ate this, that. And I started eating all that. I never ate sushi until I moved out here. Expanding me to all of that. Where the Coney Island at, bro? The closest thing they got to Coney Island is pinks out here. You get a bacon. You can get a chili <laughs> cheese dog with bacon on that motherfucker. And it's actually, it holds up. <laughs> Like Detroit people don't want to hear that, but like you come out here and try that, like they ain't gonna admit it, but it's it's fire. See, I live in Cleveland now, and ain't no Coney Islands here. They got corned beef in Cleveland, though, Lee. Yeah, the, the corned beef here. Oh, the corned beef is legit. Is it better than Detroit? I hear all the my Cleveland people always bragging that they yeah. shit better. But I don't know. Yeah, actually, probably. Damn, they actually. Are? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, mm, damn, what's that spot? I know Lose is okay. It's another, uh, damn, it starts with an F. I can't remember that shit, but it's on the west side, but not like the, not like the northwest side. I cannot remember the name of yeah, it. Yeah, I usually get Lose when I'm in Detroit. I got my own spots in Pontiac, but yeah. You fuck with Battle Rap? Battle Rap? Yeah. Cause y'all got some killers out of Pontiac. Uh, I actually do fuck with Battle Rap, but it's funny. We actually... Uh, I ain't gonna say too much, but we actually never mind. I ain't gonna say it. you'll just see. Come on, bro. That's why I told if, you we got a lot of. I'll put of, it to you this: if, if it's JC or uh, oh damn, I can't remember old boy's name. Oh, the other nigga out of out of, out of the yak. Oh my god, oh, it's going. I'm kicking myself too because I fucks with him heavy. But JC is about first off, he bought the win at hundred bands uh, on the URL. And, and, and that nigga is one of the best pins. In, I know. In also, somebody rapping on Pontiac or URL. I ain't never really watched it. I know oh my god! Yes, 
Yeah, JC is like one of the best. You're going to have to text me his stuff. I want to check him out. All right, I got you. Uh, I'm trying to, uh, damn, damn, it's another nigga out of there that I just can't, uh, and, and when I remember it, I'll text you. You know, but that's kind of like, uh, that's my guilty pleasure, man, this battle rap. Oh, that's dope. Oh. Yeah, I, I, man, it's not as good as it used to be. You know, that's because Defiant, Defiant ain't did it yet, but. That would be an interesting take on it. You'll see. I ain't saying nothing else. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, you got. See, now you got to. I won't tell nobody, but you got to text me who y'all got. I can't even do that yet. Oh, come on, bro. Damn. I'll let you be the first to see. Okay. Shit, I'll we'll invite y'all fly out to LA. We'll put you in the crowd. You'll see it. It's going to be different, though. It ain't going to be what you used to. But. All right. Snoop tried the shit, though, bro. And Snoop actually just followed us. Snoop shared one of our clips that fucking went viral because of that, and then Snoop followed us. That's when we know we was like, "Oh damn, that's pretty fucking dope." But his 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 venture into battle rap was pretty ass, though. That's because that's what I was saying. Like every superstar person that's great at this, they're not good at, at yeah. creating this. Yeah, and it's and like he, when you he find the people do is create some new shit as opposed to. Just appreciating the purity of the art form. And right, right, right. He took the crowds away and and gave it a green screen and yeah, you know yeah. like it was just too much, man. Yeah, and I fucked with Snoop. That already yeah. don't sound like nothing I would be interested in, but no, no. you gotta try stuff and see. But yeah, that's where we come in. Like we, I don't know, like we do stuff. Like I think we'll we'll make it work. Who do y'all show it to? Like like uh like Motown used to have, you know. All a, a, a room full of motherfuckers that they, that they had to approve of it for it to even get out to the public, or is it just you and your boy? Shit, me and him show each other shit. We tough, like we boys too. We you know mm-hmm. we went to high school together, so if he show me something I don't like, I tell him. Man. Same thing. If I show him something he don't like, he like man, that shit suck. And then we argue, and then we figure out how to make it hot. You know what I mean? But it's that. So y'all it's both like, went out there at the same time, or, or, or yeah, we moved out here together. Oh wow! Yeah, but he actually back in Michigan. He bought the move back out here. So, okay, why did he go back? A bunch of different reasons. Okay, this is okay. before the fight. But whatever he did, it must have worked out pretty well for for both of y'all. Cause yeah, everything happened for a reason. But it's like, like we good at different stuff. Like you know what he's good mm-hmm. at. He's good at what I'm good at. I'm good at, and then when you put us together, it's like now nah, we don't have too much chink in our armor. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I like the visual Neptunes. Yeah, and we don't like, even like the same stuff. We disagree on a lot. You know what I mean? But we agree on a lot too. One thing we agree on, we both know what's hot. Like when something is like hot, we like, oh shit. But like his personality is totally different from mine. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's a good thing. You know what I mean? Like. We don't see stuff exactly the same, so it makes us come like you know what I mean. I feel you. 100%. It's a good working relationship, and it's like we just keep it real with each other. We just push each other. Like if he got an idea, but it got holes in it, I'm like I start asking questions. Like what about this? And then you know what I mean. If he same thing he do with me, and then it creates like okay, now we got to figure out how to put all the dots together, and then it just makes us better. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and I ask everybody this in a variation. Biggest teaching moment you've had since you've been out there, or or regret, however you want to define it. 
my only regret is not starting shit like this sooner, like starting mm-hmm. our own shit sooner. Because, you know, I've been working on some of the biggest shows. But it's like, you know, I, all I got is a credit for it and I got the check they gave me for it. But, you know, you ain't got no ownership or nothing. And it's like, I'm looking at all these YouTubers and some of them, just keep it honest, you know, so, there's a lot of people out here that's making millions. They ain't even got talent. You know, they just hit the iron while it was hot. They just blew up off of Instagram, yes. YouTube, whatever. And I'm looking like, you know, as a person who, you know, worked hard and know that they got talent. I'm like, man, I should have been doing shit like this and hitting this. Even on the, not, not, not saying define digital, but mm-hmm. just like, oh, get on YouTube with your iPhone and fucking do something. You know, you got all these tools that people are getting rich off of. And yeah. it's like, I never used those to do it. So that'd probably be my biggest regret. Like, just not being more active. It's like, all right. I'm doing my shit on this big show, and then I get my check. I go home and chill or go out party. It's like, nigga, I could have hopped on my phone and just started creating easy content that you never know where it could have took you. So, BMF, I know you worked on that. What other shows you worked on? I did Bridgerton on Netflix, The Keenan Show on NBC, and Vendana on Netflix, 13 Reasons Why on Netflix, Silicon Valley on HBO. How to Get Away with Murder, Scandal on ABC. I started off at BET. I did The Game, Being Mary Jane, uh, The Quad. I did Shots Fire on Fox. Uh, shit. I'm missing some, but yeah, it's just a lot. I've been doing it for like 13 years. So so you low-key the nigga to go to when they need some editing and they need it done right. No, I'm not because I'm so busy. Like A lot of people hit me like, hey, man, can you edit? I'm like... I ain't got the time because I really don't like I'm editing these shows and then I, I got to find time just to edit the fine digital stuff. You know so, you, I mean? yeah, you the one to go to because <laughs> if you wasn't, you, you'd you be available. Well, oh, yeah. In that case, that's yeah. The, all the good editors always book. That's why it's hard for us. That's our only problem. You know, the only reason we don't release content every single week is because we mm-hmm. don't have enough quality editors that's just available. You know what I mean? Like all the good editors book. The ones who's available, like they send you something, it's like now I got to re-edit it thirty times, anyways. You get what I'm saying? Can you teach somebody to do what you do? You can teach them the buttons, but you can't teach them like the feel. You know what I'm saying? Like it's people that just got it and people who don't. That's what I learned. Like you'll meet a lot of people that like, yeah, I edit, I edit. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, anybody can edit, but it's like, do you see stuff? Like y'all would be surprised, like some of the stuff we do, like. Mm-hmm. Like for example, that Jordan Michael Jordan episode mm-hmm. of the Cancer Court, that yeah. was the most problematic episode. That's why it took so long to make because it was the longest. Like editing really changed that episode. That was our worst episode by far. Like really? for a lot of different reasons, and it was so bad at one point. That's why you see all the graphics in it because the graphics is covering up a lot of stuff that y'all don't see. Like, for example, I'll just give you one example. It was a guy right behind Ryan Davis. For the whole second half of the show, he fell asleep. <laughs> why nobody wake the nigga up, though? I, I don't know why, because it's improv. We didn't want to stop with Ryan Davis. That was our mistake. Because next time, I'm be like, hey, bro, you got to get up. But, I mean, he ain't sleep like just like this the whole time. But he's like uh-huh. fighting it, like falling asleep. And like everything Ryan is saying is comedic gold and stuff. Oh, oh but you gotta understand, God. like we shoot all of these in one day. 
So like we're on the fourth episode, everybody kind of tired. And then y'all see the compact version. Like we cut out like some of the fat, you know what I mean? Just keep right. the good moments in. But like, so if y'all see Ryan go up and he's talking for 10 minutes. I mean, he probably was really talking for 25 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I got you. And like, you gotta remember, like, all the other episodes is easier to follow because they're talking about celebrities and just saying funny shit. Right. The Jordan episodes, like Ryan is giving a lot of stats and numbers. He if you're not a basketball it. fan, you don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Facts. Everybody in that crowd wasn't a basketball fan. So when he's naming these players and shit, you don't even know. Like when he did that white joke with naming the three oh, white players. Nigga, that shit was so fucking hilarious. Most people in the crowd didn't even know who he was saying. Like they didn't even know who he was saying. And that we realized that in the editing, because it was gonna be just like the other episodes. We was like, man, people probably don't even know who these players is. That's why we like we need the graphics to show them come up. Oh. It makes the joke funny. You know what I mean? Oh. But like all them problems made us change that episode and it made it better, actually. You know what I mean? So this is what you do. Just my two cents on the sleeping motherfucker. You tell the people up front, hey, if somebody next to you goes to sleep, politely nudge their ass. Oh, yeah. No, we got, like, this was the first time we shot. That Jordan episode was actually shot last year. Really? Yeah. It was shot. That's why a lot of stuff we had to take off. He said something that was, like, time stamp, where you know that was old. We had to cut that out. Like, he mentioned, like, Ghana's, uh the Greek freak never oh. won a ring. Because at the time, he didn't have a ring, but then he won one. So we had to take that out. You know what I mean? But. Wow. Yeah, so that was one of the first times we ever shot Cam Support. Like, when Tony Baker came, there was no reference to Sean because we had never shot nothing before. They didn't uh -huh. even know who we are. They didn't even know if this shit was ever going to be good or what when they all came. They just came because it sounded like a cool concept. Once they seen the first episode, they like, damn, this shit is good. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like the Democratic episode, we shot more recently, you know what I mean? But that Jordan one has always been a problem. So we just couldn't release it. Like we skipped over it. We started shooting new ones and started releasing them before. So y'all sitting on the best one for a year. Because it wasn't the best one at the time. It was the most problematic one. It was some, it's, other, it's other problems that I'm not going to say because I don't want to ruin some of the you. stuff that we do. I got you. But it's stuff in there that was just like, oh my God. Like I used to watch that episode and fall asleep. No lie. It was just hard for me to get through it. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> because there's so many stats and numbers, and I'm a sports person, but we mm. like, man, this is not gonna fly with females who do not watch sports. You know what I mean? Got you. So we had it like some of the like when you watch Cancer Court for the most part, you seeing what actually happened. Like we're not re-editing to make shit change or whatever. Okay, I got that you. Jordan episode is the only one we had to do that on. Like, so Ryan might have been saying something in his third act that we took and we put it back in the first act and mixed it with him saying stuff over there. Like, it was a lot of that in that episode because it just needed a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that's the only one that's docked it up. Like, is it, even, it was even jokes. The, the audience was so tired in that episode that they were so dead. Like, say, somebody would say something funny and they'd just be like, hmm. And it's like, some of them jokes that y'all love and laugh and laugh at, like they actually said it and it was really kind of no reaction. And we had to go back and cheat and make it pop. You get what I'm saying? Really? Yeah. yeah that's, that? that's Tony was hilarious. Like they, they really was like, and Tony's a hilarious motherfucker. Yeah. And it started off hilarious. It started off like the rest. The first act when Tony came up, the energy was all there. And then somewhere in there, everybody just got super tired of hearing about basketball. Wow. And that episode could have been. Well, we got it down to like 38 minutes. That episode could have been like an hour 20. 
Wow. Who decides how long it's going to be? Shit, when we edit it, we just keep in all the good stuff. At first, we used to try to keep them under 30 minutes because we didn't know if people was going to rock with the show or not. Mm-hmm. Then once we seen, like, nah, our audience rock with it, we like, well, shit, the episode can be as long as it need to be. Like, as long as it's good, we just keep all the entertaining stuff in. We cut out some of the fat, you know what I mean? And then we just, like, the Democratic episode was 50 minutes because it was 50 minutes of good shit in there. I know y'all got a movie on deck. Please tell me y'all got a movie for anything. Oh, yeah, we definitely, I told you, we plan everything. You're like, I'm, when I say, like, people think I just say we getting started just because it sounds good. But when I say that, like, we just getting started. <laughs> like, we about to have movies, music videos. Like, we trying to become what, you know, like, that one all shot. Like, and we want to be a platform where we don't create everything. We want to be a platform where other people like us coming up got dope ideas and know how to make it, you know, sizzle. Like, like Here's Kev, a platform Kev to put it. I, I think Kev on stage is a good template. Yeah, we 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 rock with Kev on stage. I go to a lot of their shows. My boys, uh, yeah, actually downstairs right now. I'm at a friend barbecue right now. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the co-owners of Kev on stage is right downstairs. Yeah, it's my boy Brent. Oh my god! Like like and, and when I first saw Defiant. I was like, okay, I need to get something. Cause you was, I think you was like, how you, how you know who I am? Cause I had to dig and find, bro. We put it in the di- episodes now, cause we was tired of people not knowing who created the show. It wasn't that difficult though. I was about to say, but I'm like, I need to talk to somebody from that show because this is the next shit, and I want to be one of those podcasts that was there before it was a there to be there. If that makes sense. No, I it do. So that them the people I remember too. Like whoever supported before it became the trend or easy to support. Yeah, like I don't, you know, like it's dope to be able to get Kevin Hart, but it's even doper to get Kevin Hart after his years. first show. Yeah, I feel. You know? Yeah, you know, and and when I'm dead and gone, like I and I've talked to one of my daughters about this shit. I'll be dead and gone by the time that people catch on to the shit that I've done. And they'll eat off of it, and I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. Because right. for me, your talent gets you on the show, but it's your story that makes your shit spectacular. Right, right. Nah, that's real. You know, and you just got a really good story, bro. Yeah, and I wish I had more time because like we could really get into. A bunch I ain't of going stuff. nowhere, man. You, whenever you want to come back, bro, just let yeah. me know. No, I definitely come back, and like like I said, you hit me at what like. I was supposed to been do the yo show and <laughs> timing was terrible for me. When I tell you I had a million things going on, I was forgetting shit, getting cussed out by other people. My girl cussed me out. It was her birthday when I was supposed yeah, to be. I, I didn't want no parts of that day, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm cool on that shit. Don't I don't want to be involved with the blame. I don't yeah. want 10 years down the line. Yeah, I married and got kids. Oh, I hate that motherfucker because you did his show on my birthday. <laughs> yeah, and the other the original time we were supposed to do it. BMF was on some other stuff. I was like, man, I can't do it. Like, man, I got sent cut out. You know, you don't want to get what? no call from 50 Cent because you ain't do your shit. Yeah, and then that nigga will tweet about you and put you on Instagram. <laughs> right, yeah. make you famous in all the wrong ways. In the, yeah, bro. There's a gift and a curse to, yeah. to want, reaching out to really dope people. Right, but no, I appreciate, uh, you know, you understanding that, you know, because, like, I respect people's time and, like, I don't try to slight nobody. Like, I don't care. You know, I, I just got respect for, I've always just, 
try to respect everybody. I don't care who they are. Like, you know, I don't know who you are. Like, you're not famous. But it's like, yeah. I can still respect you as if Kevin Hart reached yeah. out to me to do something. It's like, show everybody respect. Don't, I appreciate that. Don't shit on people just because you don't know who that. Because you don't know who this person is, but you could know who they are in two years. And it's like, oh, you was acting funny back then. Because I've experienced that a lot of times. A lot of me people too. acted funny when we reached out to them to do different stuff. Yeah, I don't think they like they like, oh, define digital, blah, 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 all right, whatever. And we're like, all right, y'all, y'all see, cool. Now these same people, no bullshit. I ain't gonna name no names, but same Trust people me, they I, see I that have been there, bro. I know. And now they on the phone trying to like, hey, let's do this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, y'all need yeah. fun. No, how much you paying? Yeah, now it's like, yeah, we could have did that shit for free and been cool and did it a little di- smooth little deal. But now it's like, nah, nah, where the bread at now? You didn't want to work with me two years ago. Like you can work with me now, but it's gonna cost something. It's a tax involved. Yeah. A spin the block tax. Yeah. You know. Um, but I know you got shit to do, man. It's a holiday um for some people. Um definitely enjoy your shit though, bro. Enjoy your day. I appreciate you, man. This has been a dope ass conversation, bro. Yeah. Um, Hey, just for me fucking up and kept pushing it back and messing up what you had going on. Uh, after we drop this next cancel court, let's do one immediately after, and we can talk about that episode. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> absolutely, bro. You ain't got to say that twice. Yes, and I got some shit in the works too that just might uh, make it a little better. All right, yeah, we can definitely talk. No doubt, man. Oh yeah, we definitely. I got to hit you up about some other shit too, man. Anyway, man. Uh, like I say, man, appreciate you, bro. Enjoy your shit. Enjoy your day, man. Um, you Thank deserve you. it. Appreciate you, man. Love what you're doing, man. Keep doing it. Keep grinding. Keep doing oh, it. Oh, no doubt, man. Always, man. Seems like it's just what you love, too, so. Hey, bro, like, I I can, at some point, I'll get paid to talk. You can't fucking beat that. Yeah, you good at it, too. I ain't gonna lie. You good at it. I, I appreciate it. So, when y'all looking for a nigga to host some shit, um, <laughs> you know, I'm not dying my shit. I tried that shit, and it looked horrible. My daughter is clowned the fuck out of me. But if you need an old nigga to host some shit... I got you. You know what's funny is I did not know you was old until you, the camera came on. Every, like you sound young. Said. I thought you was like 30. I think you was like two. I thought you, I'm 35. I thought you was going to be like 37 or something. Everybody, like niggas be like, like I'm 50. And I had somebody yeah. on the other day, like, he was 60. He's like, you my age. No, 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 actually not. But he's a fucking legend. I mean, a legend among legends. Yeah. However, I just, uh, I don't know, when I turned like 40, then about 45-ish, I had always been a talker, but had never really found a way to kind of like do oh, something man. with that. Yeah. I ain't dead yet. Yeah, keep doing. I'm not going to quit. Sam Jackson ain't blow up to you. He was like 45, 50 or some shit. Yeah, old girl in Black Panther was like 900 years old when she got her first yeah. acting role. Nah, for real. So, nah, keep doing yeah. it because you're actually good at it. Like, <laughs> I appreciate that, And bro. it's cool to see an old you know, somebody older that hip to all this shit. Like, you still follow, you know, what the young people doing, which is important. I try to do the same thing. I'll try not to, like, become a 35-year-old that don't listen to new music and only talk about fucking Biggie and Tupac. You know, like, yeah, that was my shit, and I loved it. But, like, stay, I stay, try to stay kind, too. Yes, I like dope shit. My mother was like that. She bought me my first hip-hop album. Yeah. You know, and she just was never on that. Ah, uh, that's it. You know, she was always. Yeah, don't get old current. and bitter. Like, stay with Man. the time. Stay changing yes. with it. Shit's going to yes. change. Just embrace it. When you embrace it, it's easy. Girl, I've almost died. So waking up 
is a beautiful thing every fucking day for me. Yeah, nah, definitely. Yeah. You know, um, appreciate you, bro. Like I say, if there's anything I can ever do for you, bro, just let me know and I got you. Other appreciate than that, it. man, we absolutely will continue this after the next council court. And please hit me to the shit y'all got going on. Anything. And I trust oh, yeah, me and definitely. believe I won't say a word to nobody unless you tell me I can. Oh, yeah. Nah, nah. You, you, gonna, you, you, you in for a treat. We got some stuff coming. All right. No doubt, man. On that note, man, we out. All right, bro. All right. Peace.